Safety, dependability, and power. Chevy Silverado isn't happy unless the work is hard and the day is long. No wonder Silverado is America's number one best-selling retail pickup truck. Go to ChevyDriveChicago.com and put a Silverado in your toolbox. Okay, Mary goes in motion. She's headed right for the Good Foods Guac. Nice head fake on the stock boy. Great move around the lady with the cart. Mary reaches for the Good Foods Guac and heads for checkout. Great play. Game day is guac day, Bears fans. And that means the delicious taste of Good Foods guacamole with perfectly ripe hand-scooped avocados. Enter to win all kinds of great prizes at gamedayisguacday.com and reach for Good Foods Guac at Julasco. It's the WGN Radio Football Podcast. Or Justin Fields taking a shot for Darnell Moody. What a catch! Absolutely incredible from Darnell Moody. A one-handed 39-yard grab. I just thought he went up there with two and grabbed it and made a contested catch, but... After seeing a video of it, I mean, that was a great catch by him. Justin had one of his best days of his career, 15 or 21 for 208, had a passer rating of 118. And at the very end, I thought he was operating, you know, the two-minute drive really nice. Fields, he finds the former Viking Amir Smith-Marset, and it's stripped away by Gansler! He takes it down into Bears territory! A huge turnover with a minute to go! Obviously, we need to get out of bounds, sir. Now, here's Kevin Powell. I don't think we need to classify that one as a moral victory, as some might be doing, because I know the players don't look at it that way. This is a team that has some fight in them, and they expect to be in every game and and win every game. But the good news is Justin Fields looked really, really good, specifically in the second half in that loss against the Minnesota Vikings. I'm Kevin Powell. This is the WGN Radio Football Podcast. Appreciate you tuning in. Look, they were close. Second week in a row where they had an opportunity to go down the field and and tie the game up, and a young player coughed up the football. Growing pains. It's a rebuild. We understand all of that. Um, I don't really classify it as a moral victory because, like I said, I don't think that's the sort of attitude this team has when it comes to to every single matchup they have. I, I think they've shown it, that they have fight. That game early on, 21-3, looked like it was going to be a long, long day for the Chicago Bears. And Kirk Cousins was doing everything he wanted to do. The Vikings offense was doing anything and everything they wanted to do. They were moving the ball all over the Bears. Fast forward to the fourth quarter. The Bears have the lead. How? They they fought. Had a big turnover from Kendall Vildor. And Justin Fields looked really good in the second half. 12 of 13. Had the incredible throw to Darnell Mooney that sparked a touchdown. Those were good things that we saw out of Justin Fields in that game. And Herb Howard joined me on this uh, post-game pod as he has all season. We get into it a little bit more about Justin Fields and his development and all of that. But how could you not feel good about Justin Fields after that? And look, I don't think it's 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 overreacting or anything to say, yeah, Justin Fields looked really good. That's the sort of quarterback that we all thought he could be, that the Bears thought he could be when he was drafted in the first round. And I don't think it's overreacting when after the Houston Texans game, we say Justin Fields looked horrible. So, um, you know, in the Giants game, it's it's I just think that what we saw to Justin Fields was was in my opinion, probably probably what we'll see a lot more of throughout his career, specifically in that second half. He was in command. The offense was moving the ball. A couple plays away, a couple stops away from the defense from winning that game in Minnesota. 
and they continue to fight back. I, I know it's the, the hits principle and loafs and all of that, but I, I think the players so far are respecting what the coaching staff is preaching to them, and I think they've bought in. But, you know, it, it turned into a possible blowout to the Bears actually having the lead in the fourth quarter and a stop away from, from winning that game. There were some good things. The run game, which has been strong all year, uh, struggled. David Montgomery, Khalil Herbert struggled to get anything going. Cole Komet got involved in the second half. And Justin Fields had some really confident-looking throws. Bears eventually falling to the Minnesota Vikings. Up next, a very winnable game with the Washington Commanders at home at Soldier Field Thursday nights. Talked about more on Justin Fields, the Bears offense, the game in Minnesota, and a little bit about the upcoming matchup with the Commanders with Herb Howard from the Bigs. Herb, it was a uh, it was a Bears loss, but I think a lot of us feel pretty good about what we saw out of Justin Fields, specifically in the second half, 12 for 13. And, man, if, if that uh, fumble, that strip fumble doesn't happen, who knows what Justin Fields and that offense is able to pull off. But uh, there was a lot of good in that game, especially from Justin Fields. Yeah, KP, I agree. I think we got a, an opportunity to see what he's able to do when he gets consistent protection in the pocket. When he's comfortable in the pocket, he's able to step, throw, go through his reads, go through his progression. We know he has the arm talent. Uh, it was nice to see him get the time to be able to step and deliver, and he looked pretty good, especially in that second half. Yeah, and it was progress. It felt like real progress. I know it was a struggle you know, for the most part of that first half, but that's what you want to see. And you know, just like we all understand the big picture here, but just like after the Texans game, we didn't think he looked good. You know, it's not overreacting by saying Justin Fields looked really good uh, in that second half against the Minnesota Vikings. No, it's not overreacting. I think that you got to put the most important thing first here for this 2022 Bears team. Winning, as bad as that may sound, is not the most important thing. I know that is that's probably the case in the locker room and for the coaching staff. But for the long term of this team, that's just not the case. Uh, it's more about developing Justin Fields. That's number one, but also finding. How many of these other young players may be building blocks for the future? And it's good to see some of them step up and make plays. Kendall Vildor, I think Kyler Gordon can step forward. So, you know, more than wins and losses, it's about how they look, you know, throughout the process. And I think that Sunday was definitely a step in the right direction. Yeah, and, you know, early on it was it was ugly, right? Cousins goes 17-17. They're pretty much doing everything they want uh, on the offensive side of the ball for Minnesota. And you're kind of waiting for some adjustments. But, look, we've talked about this, Herb. I think these guys really like Matt Eberflus. I think what he's, they understand what he's selling to them, the hits principle and all of that. It clearly was not perfect. and uh, But I think when you see them fight the way they did, because there was a minute there where it looked like it was going to be a long day, and it turned out to be a game yeah. that was – they had the lead in the fourth quarter. So they, they have fight in them. I like seeing that. Yeah, they definitely have a lot of fight in them. They certainly seem to have taken on the personality of their head coach. And, I mean, I, I think they like him, but it – doesn't really matter whether they do or not. I think they all like Matt Nagy, too. I think they respect him, and they understand that the standard is the standard. He said it. He's holding them accountable to it, play in and play out, every day of practice, every day in the game. They're constantly being graded and held to this high standard. So I think they just understand that here, if they're going to be here, they're going to be on the field, they're going to compete. And this is the team that's going to compete for four quarters. They're going to give you all they have. Maybe they're talent deficient in some areas, no doubt. But in terms of fighting, they're going to fight with you. And so, you know, we saw them, even when they seemed to be on the ropes, they're going to keep punching. And they kept punching on Sunday. And like you said, they took the lead in the 
quarter, ultimately for the second week in a row, you see one of their young receivers, you know, make a mistake that, that, that cost them an opportunity to go down and tire win the football game. But uh, in terms of just their, their, their mental makeup, uh, their competitive mentality, they're going to continue to fight for four, four quarters every week. All right, more coming up with Herb Howard in just a minute. First, a message from Good Foods. Game day is guac day, Bears fans, and that means the delicious taste of Good Foods guacamole. It's always a touchdown with Good Foods guac because Good Foods brings game-winning flavor, perfectly ripe, hand-scooped avocados made with delicious, real ingredients. Visit gamedayisguacday.com and enter to win all kinds of great prizes and a season full of Good Foods. When you gather to cheer on the Bears this season, reach for Good Foods guac available at Jewel Osco and other Chicagoland retailers. Pick up DeGuac today. All right, I'm talking with Herb Howard from the Bigs. Yeah, you mentioned Kyler Gordon, and he made some big tackles late in that game. He was noticeable, especially in the second half. And look, like you said, we're looking for individual growth here, guys that are building blocks for the future. And I know Kyler Gordon has had some bumps along the road so far. He's a rookie. Of course, we're going to see that. But Kyler Gordon, to me, really stood out uh, in Sunday's game. Yeah, it was good to see. I think he needed that for for himself. And I've, I've talked to him, you know, several times. He's kind of gone through these early season rookie struggles. And, you know, he seems, you know, to be confident. He says, you know, it certainly can bother you a little bit. He wants to do well. He doesn't He doesn't like to lose, doesn't like to do anything, you know, at a, at a subpar standard. So he understands that. But he's been able to maintain his confidence. But I think it was good for him to just kind of go out there, perform pretty good, feel good about the way, what he put on tape. Obviously, Justin Jefferson. You know, it was an elite, elite receiver in this league, and he still had a, a pretty big first half. But in the second half, I think they did a good job of, of kind of uh, containing him and Kyler Gordon specifically. He didn't give up some of those big plays that we saw him give up at different points earlier in the season. And like you said, he was really, really good in terms of his tackling. He's missing tackles early on in the season. That wasn't the case on Sunday. He made some really good open field tackles that prevented some big games. Yeah, for sure. It was kind of incredible early on to see Justin Jefferson as, as wide open as he was because we all knew they were going to go to him often, and, and his name was called quite a bit early on in that game. Good news is Jalen Johnson appears to be trending in the direction that he will be available Thursday night. A very winnable game against the Commanders who have lost their last four games. But Jalen Johnson coming back, you look at this this secondary, Herb, and what it can be over the next couple of years with Brisker, Gordon, Eddie Jackson, and uh, and Jalen Johnson. It could be a pretty strong unit. No, they got a lot of talent there. Obviously, Eddie Jackson is their leader on the back end. you got to love what you've seen so far from Jaquan Brisker, his physicality, his nose for the football, the energy that he brings to the field. You can tell the kid is having fun out there, and that matters. And then, you, like you said, you see the, the step that, that Kyler Gordon was able to take. I still think he's going to be a really, really good player for the Bears. He's obviously their top draft pick. I think he's going to settle into his role, and he's going to be a really good player. And so this secondary should be uh, in a good position going forward. Now, they're still going to have to be able to uh, get some pass rush. I mean, that pass rush and, and coverage goes together, and so far they haven't been able to you know, uh, get any consistent pass rush. And so these guys are having to cover for a little bit too long on the back end. But in terms of the talents they have back there, I think they're, they're positioned pretty well for the next few years. Yeah, you know, you can't help but think, and, and we've talked about this even before this season, what the offseason might look like. Darnell Mooney just had the two catches. One of them was just a ridiculous one-handed grab. But you can't help but think of what this offense might look like if it keeps progressing, and then they add some actual real playmakers around Justin Fields to that offense. Um, I know we've got plenty of time to talk about it, but that was a game where you're like, all right, see what happens when a guy makes a play on the offensive side of the ball. You know, the very next play, David Montgomery runs into the end zone. It's a spark, explosive play. 
plays. Um, you know, the, the top offenses continue to have explosive plays throughout a game. But, man, if, if they keep trending in the right direction here and Fields continues to build um, off of this performance against the Vikings, and, and when they add something, I, I, I think they – I just feel good about the direction they're headed, Herb. Yeah, I think it can be very, very contagious. When you start to make, you know, plays offensively, it gets contagious. And, you know, everybody starts to make those plays together. And you get one good play and it turns into another. And, uh, you know, it kind of snowballs for the offense in that way. And so I think it's definitely a good thing. I would love for the Bears to get to a position where Darnell Mooney is their number two receiver. And so if they're able to, if they're able to, um, you know, find a, a number one receiver in the in the draft perhaps, right? Or are they able to even solidify that offensive line, do something that's going to allow this offense to continue to take those steps forward. We saw what it could look like, you know, for them on on, on Sunday. And so that's, that's you just want to keep seeing them trending in the right direction. But certainly as they add to this offense, it looks like they could be uh, pretty dynamic and pretty effective as a whole. It was really, really good to see. I thought that catch was unnecessary, though. i got to be honest with you. Um, I thought that – I thought I, – I thought that he could have just kept running and gotten under the ball. Uh, it was it was a spectacular, spectacular catch, an absolutely nasty catch. I'm not taking that away from Darnell, but I thought he could have made it much easier than he had to. But it was still nice to see for sure. Yeah, but then it, it wouldn't have looked as cool, Herb. It wouldn't have looked. It wouldn't have looked as cool. He may have been able to score though. Um, you know, I, he, he kind of slowed down and created some contact, and then he went up and snagged. It was a phenomenal catch. Darnell Mooney is extremely, extremely talented. Um, and I think that he would be a great, great number two receiver. As a number one receiver, uh, you know, he, he's fine, right? But I think that if he's your number two receiver, then you're in a really, really good spot. And so, you know, going forward, whether it's in free agency, going into the draft, or whatever it may be, if they can find someone that can kind of push him down the depth chart a little bit, that would be a really, really good thing for this offense. And I thought Cole Komet had some plays on Sunday as well. And Justin Fields, we've talked about this herb all season. We just want to see confident throws, right? Get through your reads, deliver the ball with confidence. He had he had multiple throws like that on Sunday against the Vikings. Of everything, that might have been the most encouraging where he got the ball out of time. He had a big pickup on third down, a throw to Cole Komet across the middle. That was That was very encouraging to see. No, it was really encouraging to see him just be decisive, you know, know where he wants to go with the ball, get to the top of his drop, step, fire, and, and deliver the ball with accuracy. It's, he's, I think that he's, that's going to be what we see from him as he gets more comfortable within this offense and as they protect him a little bit better. The pocket, again, was just clean in the second half. And when you can do that as a quarterback and you're comfortable doing that, it allows you to step and throw with confidence when that's not the case. Sometimes you start to break down, even if the pocket is kind of decent around you, because you just kind of expect for it to not be so comfortable. And when you when you can have you know four, five, six dropbacks in a row where that pocket is clean, now you're kind of confident back there. You're not getting so jittery. You're not so thirsty to kind of take off and run. Although when he does that, he certainly can make plays with his legs. But you, you know to see him be comfortable in the pocket, step and deliver his throws. That's just a really, really good sign going forward, and you hope the offensive line can continue to give him that kind of protection. I know you're at Hallis Hall. I'll let you go, but what your your thoughts on the matchup with the Commanders on Thursday? Looks like I'm picking them to win. Um, the Washington's in a bad spot. I think the Bears can win this game, Herb. Yeah, it should, it should definitely be a winnable game. It's a primetime game for them. I know the Bears lost on Sunday, but like we said, they took a step forward. I think they're feeling you know pretty good about what they're what they could become. And so I think this is a game that they got to go out and win. If it, they don't win, it could get you know ugly for them record-wise going forward. But I think this is certainly a winnable game. They can go out there and win. 
hopefully the offense continues to take some steps forward. The defense got to, you know, continue to work on that run defense, and they got to continue to take the ball away. Special teams has been a really, a really bright spot uh, for this team most of the season. I know that Village Jones had the must last week, but special teams has played pretty well most of the season. So this should be a game that the Bears can go out there and win. They're at home. It's Thursday night football. They're the only game on. So I, I think that they should go out there and show themselves to be uh, a formidable opponent for, for, for the commanders. It would be nice to just see, you know, Justin Fields continue to, to advance and, and it's just to change the narrative. It's funny how it changes so quickly, right? Last week, <laughs> yeah. oh, he's the worst quarterback in the league. This week, like, oh, he can play football. Of course he can play football, right? He's yeah. got to put some things around him. He's got to get more comfortable in this system. It's his second offense in two years. Not an easy spot for a young kid to be in, but I think that he certainly has all talent. He has the talent. He has the mentality. He puts the work in. He puts the pieces around him. I think he's going to be become everything that he wants to be in this league. Herb Howard, you're the man. Follow him on Twitter her, at Herb Howard 411 Read his stuff at thebigs.us. Herb, appreciate the time, man. I'll talk to you soon. KP, always a pleasure, man. Thanks for having me. And that's episode 49 of the WGN Radio Football Podcast. Thanks again to Herb. Thank you for listening. Thanks to Brian Altimer and Ernie Scatton for their help producing the podcast as well. Bears-Washington Thursday night at Soldier Field. I think the Bears are going to come away with a win. Let's hope we see more progress from this offense. Let's hope Justin Fields looked like he did in the second half against Minnesota. Maybe do it for a full four quarters. I think the Bears can walk away with a double-digit victory. I really do. This was episode 49 of the WGN Radio Football Podcast.